Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast and this is episode 5 of the Overcomers series. I'm really excited for you guys today. So we're learning how to overcome in every area of our lives and we're using biblical principles from the Kingdom of God and I really believe these are going to help you. And so I'm talking from heaven, I'm talking from revelation. I know that you are a child of God. I know that you're made in the image of God and you are called to the glory of God, the fullness of Christ living in you. And so this episode five is the difference between seeking first his righteousness in relationship versus position. And so Jesus said to his disciples, and I've done this recently in my podcast, but he said to his disciples, I call you friends. No longer do I call you servants. It's in John chapter 15, verse 15. No longer do I call you servants because a servant does not know what his master is doing. Instead, I have called you friends For everything that I have learnt from my Father, I have made known to you. So, as you know, this is about the difference between relationship and position. There were people who called out to Jesus, Lord, Lord, but he said, I never knew you. So there were people who Jesus said in the last days, Many would come to me and say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons in your name? And then Jesus said, I would declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So we know from 1 John that those who love God obey God. So lawlessness is people who don't obey him. So it is possible that you can be serving God, but not really know God. The Pharisees were called the children of the devil. They were serving God, but they didn't know God. Paul says that there's a form of godliness, but denying its power. The kingdom needs to be built on relationship. It needs to be built on love. Paul said that The greatest of these three, faith, hope, and love, is love. 1 Corinthians 2 says, My message was not with wise-sounding words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And 2 Timothy 3 says, Having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. So these are people who don't know God personally, or at the very least, God doesn't recognize them because they're lawless. You know a counterfeit. 
you just don't get the right feeling about them. And it's not all about feelings, but, but you know when somebody is all talk and there's no power. And so I'm trusting that you know that my words are for spirit and truth, that they are life and that there's power and God will confirm my words with signs and wonders following. And there's a glory and an anointing from the Father that teaches you. So there's a difference between being a Mary and being a Martha. At the home of Mary and Martha, they were sisters. Jesus was saying to Martha, 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 you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. In fact, one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the better one, and it will not be taken away from her. So, again, Jesus is calling Martha to be like Mary, who chose relationship. And so it's really important in this fifth episode of the Overcomer series, now that you're a manager, taking responsibility for yourself. Now that you're weeding out the yeast of the Pharisees, you're understanding the difference between just seeking first the kingdom and seeking first his righteousness, which is the ability to be friends with the king. And this time I want to help you. Then we looked at also the Beatitudes, which is learning the ways of God. And so now, in this fifth episode, we're talking about the difference between position and relationship. Jesus wants to have relationship with you. I'll put it this way. You may hear God's voice, but does God hear your voice? Does God hear your voice early in the morning when you pray? Does God know your voice because you are one of his sheep? I just... um you know, feel like some of you might need some encouragement. Um, It says the Holy Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. It's in Romans 8, verse 16. The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. So don't be condemned. I'm not saying that you don't know God. What I'm saying is don't just say that you're, you're a believer Don't just say that you're saved because you believe in Jesus. Even the demons believe in Jesus, right? The difference is you love him and you obey him. So why don't you be someone who, like James says, is a doer of the word? Yeah? James in chapter 1, verses 22 to 25 says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone hears the word and doesn't do it, he's like a man obeying, observing his natural face in a mirror and immediately forgetting what kind of man he was. So let me pray for you guys. This is getting a little bit easier this time because we've done the foundation and I know that you're starting to understand it. Father, I just want to thank you that you have called us into glory. Jesus, you came to call many sons into glory. It's in Hebrews, many sons into glory. So it's not just about a ticket into heaven positionally. It's not just about, you know, being cleansed from our sins and then, you know, waiting the rest of our lives until we die. No, it's about following you, Jesus. It's about knowing you, Jesus. It's about being like you, becoming like you on the earth, transformed into your image. 
It's about relationship. Hebrews 2.10 says, In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting to God, for whom and through whom everything exists, that he should be the pioneer of their salvation through what he suffered. Jesus, thank you that you suffered, not only for a ticket into heaven, for a position in Christ, but a relationship with Christ. I pray you bring these sons and daughters to glory. That's fullness. Christ in them, the hope of glory. I pray that they would know you personally, Father God, that they wouldn't ever just be caught in, you know, activity like those who said they had done signs and wonders but didn't know you, but that they would know you, that they would develop intimacy with you and relationship with you starting today, starting right now in Jesus' name. I'm going to add another episode to the end of this teaching. So this teaching has ended, but I'm going to add another episode just to help you guys out if you want to know a little bit more about this. Thanks for listening. You're halfway there. There's five more episodes to go in the Overcomers series. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm going to do a few more episodes like this as an audio message uploaded to YouTube as a video. So this week we're going to be talking about the relationship between our position with God and our relationship with God. I want to start by talking about the command to seek first the kingdom of God. We forget that in the same breath in Matthew 6.33, Jesus commanded us to seek first his righteousness. He actually says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you understand the kingdom of God, you'll understand the kingdom. A kingdom is a government. A kingdom is a country. A kingdom has territory. A kingdom has servants and subjects and enemies. A kingdom is always after conquest. That's why Jesus said that the kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force. That's why Jesus cast out the devil. That's why he destroyed the works of the evil one. Because there is a kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness is Satan, and the word darkness is translated ignorance. So the devil Satan has the whole world in darkness, in ignorance. That's why all the movies work that way. That's why the media works that way. It's fear and it's depression and it's terrible. But God is light, and 1 John says that if we walk in the light... We are cleansed by Jesus' blood continually. So it is a relationship. We're filled with the Holy Spirit continually. We are cleansed by his blood continually. The Bible says if we believe and don't doubt, that it's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises of God. So there is this positional relationship with God where many will say to him on that day, Lord, Lord, and he will say, I never knew you. But they knew him, didn't they? They knew him because they said, Lord, Lord, which means master. But Jesus said to his disciples, I don't call you servants, but I call you friends, because a friend knows what his master is doing. And so what I want to say to you is this incredible revelation from the Father.
because we are in a move of the Father at the moment. We are in a move of the glory at the moment. The Father is excited because the bride and the bridegroom are coming together. These are the last days. We need to lengthen our wick. We need to fill our jars with oil. We need to get ready for the return of Christ. And there will be wars and rumors of wars, and there will be pestilences in the earth, but we don't need to fear because it's relationship. So let me go back to the start. Not Genesis, but the start where I said Matthew 6.33. You see, seeking first his kingdom is seeking first his dominion, seeking first his power, seeking first his authority, seeking first the increase of his government. But the second part is seeking first his righteousness, which is defined right standing with God. Can you say that? Right standing. So seeking first his righteousness is the right to stand before God. So God wants you to approach the throne of grace with confidence. God wants you to stand before him, look him in the eyes and not be afraid. Moses was the only one who went up the mountain, but even he couldn't see God. God had to turn his back because if you see God, you die. So what am I saying? This is the secret. The secret for you today is this. Listen, position with God is to hear his voice. As Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. But relationship with God is for Jesus to hear your voice. You see, they said to him, Lord, Lord, and he said, I never knew you. So he didn't know them. He didn't know their voice. God called out to Adam, and this is another mystery. God called out to Adam in the garden, where are you? Adam replied, Lord, here I am. And he was naked. So God located Adam's spirit by his voice. The Holy Spirit will give you insight into that. But your voice is the animation of your spirit. Your voice is music. Your vocal cords are a musical instrument. And your spirit causes a manifestation and a vibration of your vocal cords and it manifests into this world. So if you hear God's voice, you are his sheep. But if he hears your voice then he knows you. Like David said in the Psalms, early will I seek you. Lord, in the morning, you will hear my voice. Jesus got up early in the morning. He taught us how to pray. He taught us to talk to the Father. In fact, he said, from now on, you won't ask me anything, but you will ask the Father directly. Jesus said to Mary when he was resurrected, you will pray to my Father and your Father my God and your God. See, Jesus is always calling us up. He's always calling us into relationship with him. He said, if you will abide in me, then you will bear much fruit. You see, abundant life doesn't come from, from just from position. You see, positionally we're saved, positionally we're seated at the right hand of God, positionally we're blessed with every spiritual blessing, but it's through relationship with him. It's through enforcing the law it's through commanding your circumstances it's through all of these things as we're led by the spirit of god we're shown to be sons of god so what i'm saying to you is let god hear your voice today let him speak to your heart today and let him hear your heart today 
He wants to know you. He wants to be in relationship with you. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that I'm a son. I thank you that this person listening is a son or a daughter. They're a spirit that was breathed by you into their mother's womb. You knew them before you even formed them. You wrote a book about them in Psalm 139, and you know their days. I pray, Lord, that they'd see your eyes, that you would hear their voice as they hear your voice, that they would know that eternal life is to know Jesus and to be known by Jesus, that they would obey your commandments, that they would be one as we are one, God, that the church would be one. I pray that they would obey your commandments and show you that they are your disciples by loving one another, by loving their neighbor, by loving their brother and sister. God, I thank you that you said our joy would be made full and complete and overflowing and you would be glorified when we ask you and you answer. I thank you that it's in this relationship of abiding that you answer. Anything we ask in your name, you will answer out of this place of abiding. But I know that I know the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. When I have you, God, I don't even want anything else. When I am in that place of abiding, now and always, I don't, I, I don't even, I'm fearful to ask because I just want more of you. I pray that they would come into this oneness with you today. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you that signs and wonders follow me. I thank you that there are angels to confirm the words that I've just spoken over them. And I pray that angels would be involved in their life to bring about this change. Help the person listening to hear your voice, but to also that you would hear their voice, that you would know their voice. In Jesus' name, thank you, you leave the 99 to go after the one. Lord, confirm my word with signs and wonders following. Lead these. I just declare that you are going to walk with Jesus. You are going to know the voice of Jesus, and he is going to know your voice. Even more than that, if he was walking with you, you would know, even without turning around. I pray that your heart would burn like Jesus caused the hearts of the men to burn on the road to Emmaus. I pray that your heart would even burn now and that as you feel the burning of your heart in the middle of the night, that you would wake up and you would pray that when you feel the burning in the daytime, that you would pull out your Bible and read the word. I want to encourage you to read Psalm 119. It's extremely, exhaustingly long, but it is the truth about the Word of God. And the Word of God is a person. You see, the Pharisees knew the Word of God, but they didn't know Jesus. They knew the Word, Logos, but they didn't know the person of the Word. The Word is a person. The Word of God is a person. And His name is Jesus.